Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Amy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Yes, it's Tuesday. Yes. I got colonic number two scheduled today, baby. You look excited. So soon? Yes, you got to get uh, three within a week of each other, I think she said. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go get my second one today. Is the pipe bigger? Uh, my Friday, uh, Friday, Friday is the third one. You yes. got pipe down Friday. So when you get piped down today, is it bigger? Is it smaller? Is it thinner? Um, is it thicker? It's the same tube we used on uh, Friday, sir. Oh, you're st- you sticking with the same tube? Yes. Okay. I know the, the same tube is sticking me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, my guy. Yeah, well, okay. I just want to say yesterday was amazing. Shout out to Mashanda because her book is out right now, Blend. And I went to her book release party yesterday. And it was at like Donna Karen's house, you know, the designer. Yes. When I tell you that space was amazing, I wouldn't even know this existed in New York. There was a store in front. Then behind the store, there's a huge art gallery. Then behind the art gallery, there's another huge room. Then there's an outdoor space. I was like, this is the most amazing place I've ever seen. But she has a book out. And Swiss and Alicia were at the book release party as well. I was going to ask that question. It's not much of a blended family if they don't show up. No, they no, I've seen the pictures. I've seen the pictures oh, of them there. And they gave her a cake and everything, right? Drop on the clues bombs. Yes. That, that was nice. Blended family. Yes. <laughs> then after that, I went out and I saw Cardi B and Offset. Just randomly at a restaurant at Julon Club. Hey. I guess... Y'all, you was just out there spending all that money last night, huh? You was just in all the rich people's spaces. Well, I didn't spend any money. It was a free party. I was supporting Mashanda for her book. At Julon Club? No, then I went to Julon Club. Oh. I actually had did my podcast yesterday. So after the podcast, everybody was like, let's go out, get something to eat. And uh, we went there. I didn't end up eating there, though. I had, like, one drink. And then I was like, I got to go home and go to sleep. Did I'm you tired. talk to Cardi and Offset? Yeah, I said hi to Cardi when she came in, gave her a hug. And, uh, you know, gave her her she, space. She She's out any, with her boot. Did she give you any details about the fact that she had to uh, turn herself in yesterday? Uh, the details that we... I mean, the same story. You know, oh. she had to turn herself in. Did she and tell you she that the police... back in court this week. Did she week. tell you that the police investigated that situation strictly off of what they heard on Queen Radio? She, she knew that already. Oh, she knew that already? <laughs> he knew that oh, already. okay. All right. <laughs> he had the, he had the inside had the scoop. Inside scoop yeah. yeah, she did. And okay. then I also saw a black youngster in there as well. Oh, yeah. It was a popping night. Uh, yeah, that's that was, too much for me. Stay away from July. Yeah. It don't sound like my type of party. Wow. <laughs> None nope. of that sounds like my type of establishment. I didn't have that much fun. Last night, my kids had a, a flag uh, football game, and that is amazing. Now, Charlamagne, I know you got three girls, but my daughter wanted to play fag, flag football. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. My daughter, I know you got three girls. And my daughter wanted to play. I think you should just shut up, buddy. All my right. daughter wanted to play flag football. And it's amazing. I love watching her play. I love watching her uh, dodge the boys. It's a lot of fun. Ooh, All right. She wasn't dodging the boys that she was playing the game you were talking about earlier. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. All right, well, who's coming on the show today? Who, Mashonda. Mashonda will be joining us this and, morning. And in a few moments, uh, Tokyo Jets all the way from Duval.
Duval. If you don't know who Tokyo Jets is, she's one of T.I.'s artists. She's uh, with Grand Hustle. That's right. She's got a new project out called Bonafide. She's really hella dope. She a dope. She's really a dope She's rapper. really dope. Really she hella busy. dope. We're going to talk to her. And we're going to talk to Michonne this morning, so don't move. And we got front page news. What are we talking about? Oh, let's talk about Tropical Depression. Rosa, what's going on with that? Also, we'll talk about the tsunami. We'll tell you what the death toll is. Uh, it's been rising so much. <laughs> we just talked about a death toll, oh, and you started man. laughing. I'm laughing. I'm not. I didn't hear what you said. I was still laughing. Yeah, I, I was just want to point that, that out. Happened four minutes ago. All right. Well, keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Oh, Good morning, God. DJ MV hey. Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Happy Tuesday, man. Page. Be, be happy to be alive. Be happy to be breathing. Damn it. There you go. Let's get some front page news. Now, Monday Night Football, the Chiefs beat the Broncos 27-23. to 23. I definitely did not see that game last night. I was watching uh, Meet the Mackies on VH1. I didn't see it either. All right, but what are we talking about, Yeezy? In, in Indonesia, the tsunami, the death toll has risen. Right now, they're saying that death toll is 1,234 people, and they expect that death toll to keep on climbing all because of the tsunami. And families are in a dire need right now as they're trying to get the most basic goods. Hundreds of people waiting in line. Uh, standing among the ruins and the debris. They just are trying to get some fuel at gas stations. There's only one available in the town. Damn. All right, and let's talk about uh, Tropical Depression Rosa. They're saying 11 million people will be affected with flooding in the southwest. So that's going to be in Southern California, desert regions, northern Baja, and Arizona, just south of Phoenix. Now, what the hell is the Tropical Depression? I don't think I've ever heard of one of those. Uh, it's basically, I mean, just lots and lots of rain. It's going to be flooding and all of that. So it was downgraded from a tropical storm to a tropical depression. So it's a smaller thing than a tropical storm, but it's still something that's going to bring uh, three to six inches of rain. And some spots will get up to 10 inches. But part of it is like in the desert. So it doesn't really rain in the desert like that. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because mm-hmm. once you, uh, in, in, you know, into, into depression stage in, in therapy, you're in a bad space. Yeah, and usually this doesn't happen in the Southwest. So what they're saying is that's why uh, these events have been increasing in recent years, and it's life-threatening for because of flash flooding. Mm. All right, Mark Judge has been interviewed by the FBI. Mark Judge is Brad Kavanaugh's friend who was the witness, according to Christine Blasey Ford, of what happened that night where Mark, uh, where basically Kavanaugh is saying nothing happened and Dr. Ford is saying that she was sexually assaulted by Brett Kavanaugh. So he has been investigated. Mark Judge's lawyer is saying that Mr. Judge has been interviewed by the FBI, but his interview has not been completed. We request your patience as the FBI completes its investigation. All right, now Netflix is adding a choose-your-own-ending option I love to this, some by very the way. popular shows like Black Mirror. They're trying to do this interactive TV thing. So users will be able to to decide the next storyline. And that should be pretty interesting. I absolutely thought about this idea a couple of times. That's to dope. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. This is a great this is a great idea. Because back in the day when we used to read those choose your own adventure books mm-hmm. in school, and, and it, it, it makes the book like you you've read the you gotta read the book a couple of times. You know, because you wanna get all the different the endings. endings. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great idea. I don't I like know how that's gonna work on TV though. Now they gotta do three, four endings and you get to pick which way you wanna go. Yeah, you, like if this person does cool. this, click on here. Yeah, click if you on want this. this person, if you wanted to do this, yeah, click I, on this. Because I love when DVDs add uh, deleted scenes. Like Get Out got an alternate ending. 
Like, uh, did you ever see that? Training Day has an alternate ending. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that movie Sliding Doors? No. No. Oh, the whole premise of the movie is this shows you what happens to her life if she gets on the train and makes it, and then what happens to her life if she misses it. So basically, if she made the train, she got home, caught her boyfriend cheating on her, and her life is a completely different life than if she missed the train, didn't catch her boyfriend cheating on her, and what would have happened That's there. a great idea, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. And all you guys on social media, y'all choosing your own adventure, too. It's just that y'all adventure ain't real at all. Okay? Y'all just picking the life y'all want to live on social media, but that's not who you really are. Okay? Mm-hmm. But it's still like a choose your own adventure. At least, for, at least virtually. There you have it. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, Tokyo Jets will hey, be joining us. Hey, salute to Tokyo Jets. She's got a new project out called Bonafide right now. That's right. She signed the T.I. So we'll kick it to her when we come back. Don't move. Kick it's, it with her. It's the Breakfast You're Club. You're married, sir. You won't be kicking it to nobody. You know what I mean. It's the <laughs> Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. JMV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building this morning, Tokyo Jets. Good morning, Miss Jets. Good morning. What's up? How are you? Amazing. And oh. never forget that name. Charlamagne, you kind of owe her an apology. I yeah, would, let's I, start there. I, I, I let's would, start yes. there. Well, I do, Thank I, you. I, I do. I want to apologize for two things. Uh, one, I always forget to mention your name when I'm talking about, mm-hmm. like, dope rappers that are, happen to be female. That's number one. And number Thank two, you. somebody did call up here one day and said that you blocked them on and you Twitter. I did, because I thought they were talking about Tokyo. I was like, what is going on here? I thought they were talking about Black China's mom. I didn't even hear it. So many people was like, Charlemagne going crazy. I tell you what. I tell you what. I said, I thought we loved each other. I do. I was like, like, Tokyo? Why would you think Tokyo's a star? But I thought thought she was talking about Tokyo Tony, Black China's mom. Hello, who's this? This is Dad, down South Florida, Dad Cinco. What's up, bro? What celebrity got you blocked? Man, Tokyo Jets. Why? You think Tokyo Jets is a celebrity. Why is Tokyo Jets <laughs> the fact, have you blocked? The, the fact that you think Tokyo Jets is a celebrity, you deserve to be blocked. My feelings was hurt. That's why I apologize. Thank you. But I did, I did clean it up on he air did. that day. Imagine how Tokyo Tony felt. We ain't worried about it. We ain't worried about Tokyo Tony, okay? We ain't worried about it. Why did you block that person? Why was they so mad, though? I block people all the time. Me too. You know that. We be blessed. Say no something No question. Wrong. If you say something... I have a little bit of reason to think you're trying to be shady. I'm not questioning it. You getting blocked. I'm sure you just get a lot of hate at this point, though. Oh, I get a lot of hate. It's from, cool, though. From the crib, mostly? It's expected. No, I get love from Jacksonville now. Like, everybody, like, see me as, like, this superstar from Jacksonville. Mm. They're so proud of you. Yeah, absolutely. But it's different, though, because most artists don't get that from where they're from. You are from Jacksonville, so why is your name Tokyo Jets? <laughs> and not Jacksonville Jets. Why to- Jacksonville That doesn't Jets. sound as cool, first of all. Sounds like a football team. <laughs> but I mean, my eyes super low, my eyes chicky all the time, man. That's where Tokyo came from. Is that politically correct? You're not supposed to say chicky. Oh. What? Okay, okay sorry. <laughs> very, <laughs> very low okay. um, all the time. <laughs> and then Jets came from me being a currency fan. Oh. Yeah. So, Kira, just let's talk about your music for a second. Okay. It seems like you done dealt with a lot of (laughs) F-boys. Unfortunately. Yeah, so let's talk about this because you have a lot to say about these men on songs like No Problem. I do. So what's going on? These guys got baby mama drama and... I just feel like, and it's not all the time just my issues, but I just feel like as women, we take too much from men. And all the time you hear these men talking about how they passing girls around in their songs and all this, but you never hear a woman actually say what I'm not going to take. You hear women rap about what they'll do for a bag, mm-hmm. what they'll do to get a rich man. But, like, you never hear nobody actually saying what they not going to do and how they going to go get their own. That's real. And you're That's, like, I got it. We was just having a conversation because uh, one of our producers in here likes butt play. 
a guy. <laughs> and I was saying women do that just to disrespect guys sometimes because guys are always doing things to disrespect women. I agree. And Charlamagne's been disrespected many times. Man, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say three or four women disrespected you? What? <laughs> True or false? I don't want to know. <laughs> don't don't say that. <laughs> don't say nothing at all. So tell us some experiences because you do talk about oh, your ex man. in the mm. music. What happened with him in real life? Which one? Damn. So they all like that? I wouldn't say all men are like that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that at all. I think you bitter if you saying something like that. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, I done had different situations. I done been dealing with a guy. We taking trips, going out of town. We together every day, all that. And then like, boom, somebody pop up, pregnant. Like Ooh. eight months, about to give birth. Like, <laughs> that happened in real life. That's crazy. Yeah. What, we, what was he trying to say that he didn't know if it was his yet? No, he was like they not together. And he, people always, anytime another woman is in the picture, the guy always says that the woman is crazy. They do say that. And no, that, you crazy because you lying. That's true. And guys love to say we not together. If you got her pregnant, y'all together. Say? That's what you say. Oh, I'm out the game. I'm you know I'm out <laughs> the game for three years. I've been a proud member of the faithful black male community for three. Two two okay. years now. But been in a relationship for about 19. <laughs> 20. Since the end of 2016. Not, That's when you started being faithful? Permanently. All right, we have more with Tokyo Jess. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Tokyo Jets. Yee. We see a lot of people trying to shoot their shot at you, too. Man, I seen oh, this one Lord. dude. This dude was so thirsty for about a strong year. <laughs> you and I, I, when he came here, I had to say something to Jason him. Jason Mitchell. I, Jason, I've never seen nobody <laughs> shoot their shot at a woman on social media the way Jay. I actually had to leave a comment one day like, man, you are You consistent. left a comment more than once. <laughs> Because it was so consistent. I was like, please, Tokyo, get his man. <laughs> no, he was trying to help him. So, would you? Did you go out with him yet? Or Jason is my homeboy. You don't look at him like that. Y'all make a good couple, both y'all on the rise. You know what I'm saying? So, how do people approach you? Like, how does a man approach Tokyo Jets? Because if they listen to your music, they're probably like, damn, I can't do anything wrong. I got to make <laughs> sure I come and put it all out on the table. People usually like try to go through other people um, that I'm close to, like my brother. Um, but like the thing that happened most recent, somebody like DM me for like months straight and I never responded. And then he was like, what size did you wear? I want to buy you something nice. And he like pulled up like two days ago with all of these something's nice. Really? Yeah. Sneakers, shoes. Yeah. Stuff like that. Clothes, bags. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. now what? So you went out? Yeah. And now you kind of say, we cool now. Like we kicking it. But you know what he expected now though, Tokyo. I don't think he is, though. Really? Yeah. But, like, I'm the type of person that was raised around a, a gang of guys. And, like, I kind of feel like I know when that's what somebody expecting. But so <laughs> were you at all interested in him, like, when he was sending those DMs? No. But, okay, so for him to pull up where I was at, I was in the hood in Atlanta where my hairstylist do hair at. And he pulled up in the hood and, like, brought me my stuff and he chilled there for a minute. So that was a big gesture. You, like, I need to... I, don't, I wouldn't have... Expecting him to pull up for real. So clearly he's a rapper from Atlanta. No, he's not a rapper. Why are you trying to act like you know something? I just said I was in Atlanta. Ball player, football player. I was in Atlanta. B-boy. I don't know. Why are people in Florida so crazy? I always say the craziest people in the world come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Why is that? I don't know. It might be the heat. The heat. I don't know, but yeah, they definitely crazy in Florida. Why'd you move out the hood? Is it because of like... I don't know, because, you know, I remember Boosie saying one time, 
you know, most people get killed in their hood. Mm-hmm. Was that one of the reasons? Well, I moved to Atlanta when I first started working with Tip. Um, I moved out the hood because I'm paranoid. I got robbed before, like, standing in front of my mama's house, like, a couple nights before Christmas. So what were you doing? You was just outside your mama's house minding your business? This is back when I was, like, a waitress, so I used to make tips and cash or whatever. And I was planning to give my mama $5,000 for Christmas. And I was still young. I think I was maybe, what, 18? So this I'm posting mm-hmm. with the money to my ear, all that. I still do it now, but anyways. I'm posting with the money to my ear or whatever, and I pull up to my mama's house, and... I'm standing outside of my car, reaching in to get my purse, and the white van rides by, and then it rides past again, but I'm not really paying attention. Mm-hmm. Then I see two guys walking down the street, and as I'm looking, he's, like, pulling the mask down on Lord his face. Lord have mercy. Yeah, my heart dropped. That's scary. Why you ain't running or scream? Or I, I was moment. stuck. I get it. I mean, them. I thought my mama knows the neighbors was going to see something. They see everything else. <laughs> <laughs> and they took the whole five racks from you? Man, they took the whole five. When T.I. reached out to you right after seeing you go viral, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts? Were you like, this is going to be real? I'm about, Or were you like, okay, this is just some music industry BS? Um, At the time, he wasn't like the only person that was reaching out and commenting on all my stuff. So I really just was like, okay, well, he just seen it on his, his Explore page and commented. But then when I actually reached out and he flew me and my brother to Atlanta, that's when I was like, okay, this might be real. <laughs> oh, we, we, we jumped, we speeding a little bit. So you went viral because you was what? Posting videos on Instagram. Yeah, I used to post videos rapping in my car. Down and, in and the DM. people just started sharing them. <laughs> yeah. The first, one, the, down, the first one that went viral was down in the DM. I think that's the first one I actually did. And it mm-hmm. hit like a million views in an hour. Wow. Who else was trying to holler at you to sign you? I spoke with Ross. I think Jermaine Dupree at some point. I spoke with a couple different people at Majors, but my thing that was different with Tip is because um, when I actually came into the situation, he never tried to say, okay, well, you should do this or you should do that. He kind of came into the conversation saying, what do you want? And it's always just been that. I got a feeling you don't like industry though. I don't. I don't like rappers. I'm not dating a rapper. <laughs> I'm not dating a rapper. What about actors? I can't date an actor because... If you can sit on camera and turn into another person and lie and pretend to be somebody else, I don't know when you lying to me. You're now, a professional liar. Now, hold on. That's just their job. No, you're a professional liar. Well, sorry, Jason. We tried. Oh, my we God. We tried to shoot his shot, but he didn't pull up with them gifts. He wasn't consistent no. enough. He didn't do all those things. How and- you know he pull up with no gifts? Oh, so it was him. I didn't say that was him, but I said how you know he hasn't pulled oh, up with gifts. Oh, that's true, because he was filming in Atlanta. I didn't say that was him. So no, now I don't you know if filming in Atlanta. Now you finna make my new boo be like, what? Okay, so it's not Jason him. is filming in Chicago <laughs> first. That's right. You know the you know where all your hoes at, right? <laughs> Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me your Twitters and Instagrams and all that good you stuff. You can follow me on Instagram at Tokyo Jets, T-O-K-Y-O-J-E-T-Z. And my Twitter is real Tokyo Jets. Jets is always with a Z. And no relation to Tokyo Tony. Make sure you go get Tokyo Jets Project Bonafide. Fight us out right now in Tokyo. Thank you for coming, man. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. <laughs> All right, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Tyrese. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, first of all, congratulations to Tyrese and Samantha Lee Gibson. Samantha gave birth to their daughter, Soraya Gibson, so congratulations to them. Drop one of the clues bombs for Tyrese, yeah, man. Shout out to Tyrese. And his lovely wife, 
No, I'm going to hit him up and tell him congratulations. That's what today. I just asked him. I said, did y'all congratulate that I just that said I'm going to hit him right now. I mean, I just had my own baby, too. So I'm just, you know, I'm I'm, I'm in full new You're daddy mode. You're still congratulating him? I know. I actually talked to him, uh, I think, Saturday or Sunday. But he hadn't had the baby yet, though. Yeah, yeah. when I was in Atlanta, I spoke to him. And uh, he was trying to get me to come by the crib. Well, salute to Tyrese, man. Well, he posted, Father God, wife. we love you for delivering on your promise. Princess Soraya Lee Gibson is here. Eight pounds, six ounces. Our lives just changed forever. Congratulations nice. again, little Libra baby. All right, by the way, Currency has a baby on the way as well. We saw that he had baby showers over the weekend. Okay. So congratulations uh, to them. It's going to be their first child, a boy. So congratulations to Currency. Salute to Currency. Kids are a beautiful thing, man. Absolutely. All right, and Justin Bieber, they are saying that he did marry Haley Baldwin, and for some reason they just haven't been honest about it. They did get their marriage license and actually get married in New York City on the same day. They had a preacher there near the courthouse, and they had a witness as well. But they are saying they did not get a prenup, according to reports. So maybe they're going to do a, pros- a post-nup, because you can do that after you guys get married, but they haven't planned that yet. I hope Justin and Haley not on no corny industry stuff where they don't want Justin to announce that he's married because they think it'll mess up his female well, fan base. Everybody knows they're in a relationship and they're engaged and they got their marriage license. I guess they didn't announce that they actually officially got married Man, yet. Why just want to keep it to themselves? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right, and they're though. saying that he's yeah. worth about $250 million. She's worth a couple of million. So they do plan to have a formal ceremony, but they're already husband and wife. People do like that. You need to have a formal prenup. <laughs> if I'm worth two fifty and you worth two. This ain't we not even <laughs> remotely <laughs> we not even remotely in the same financially. We may be yoked at the spirit, but other than that, no, we getting the prenup. All right, Cardi B. She had to turn herself in. She was charged with two misdemeanors, assault and reckless endangerment. She did have her mugshot taken and she was fingerprinted as well. She will be arraigned October 29th. Now she's being charged for allegedly ordering an attack on those bartenders at Angel Strip Club. That's in Queens. The bartenders are Jade and Batty. I don't know how to say her name. Batty G. And they're saying that she has some issues with Jade because she believes that Jade had a situation with Offset. Is it true that uh, she's in jail because of what Nicki Minaj said on Queen Radio? Well, here's what Nicki said on Queen Radio. Now, you want to talk about stopping bags, but it's two innocent girls in a strip club right now that ain't did nothing but go to the strip club and get money. Now they can't get no money, so who's stopping bags? Because you got grown-ass men showing up to where the f*** they at and where they work at. They can't feed their kids. They can't feed their family. Because you mad at what another man sticking his inside of. And that's the problem with so many black women and women, period. Now, what level of informant is this? I said mm-hmm. this when this when this was first, when this when she first said that. Mm-hmm. Is this like snitching, snitching? It's not snitching, snitching. Is it dry snitching? More dry snitching. Because Nikki's not in the streets. She's not so, it's, it's okay for her to, you know, she sees something to say something, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't even know if that's something she is talking about is true. She might not have even intended for her to get arrested. I don't though. think she intended. Like she probably for that. was just talking about something. <laughs> I hope yeah. not. Who knew this would trigger something like that to happen? But is it true that the police said they only started investigating the situation because of that audio from Queen Radio? Is that true? I have no idea what the police said. All I know is this: What's that? You can't rap about having that wet, wet, and be dry snitching. Okay, you just cannot rap about having a wet poom poom and be dry snitching. It well, just they're don't saying, according to Cardi's sources. The attack was spontaneous and had nothing to do with her. It was triggered after someone threw a drink, so it was not a premeditated attack or anything like that. Now, on 
uh, the side of the women, the attorney for the alleged victim, say that she continues to threaten them and clearly thinks her celebrity status is going to get her out of this, but it doesn't matter if her name is Cardi B or Carl B. If she commits violent assault, she will be brought to justice. Yeah, I'm sorry for what happened to those women, but, um, you know, I, that, those are some heavy claims to be throwing on somebody. Yeah, you got to prove it. You got to be able to prove it. If you it. don't know it. So I don't know why Nikki would get on her radio show and start screaming that if she don't have any evidence. Unless, of course, she wants to be an eyewitness. Now, you Cardi take B, the stand? in she the meantime, dead. does have some new music coming with <laughs> Meek Mill. And I don't know what's going to be said on this track, but there's all kinds of allegations on what's really going down. But Cardi and Meek what? are on the same oh, label. Whoa, 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 allegations whoa. on what's going to be said in this song. Like, some people are saying it might be a diss track to Nikki. No, I don't know. No, they're they're Meek would them. never do no, nothing that corny. No way. <laughs> I have <laughs> no idea. Meek, no way. No. Meek and Cardi teaming up to do a no, diss track and then no. Nikki would be so stupid. No. That'd be so corny. I would not want, no. Cardi no. might throw a bar or something, but nah, that, no. no way. No, no man, no. Well, I would fart no. all over that record no matter how good it sounded. No, that you, would be just no, so lame. It's good, it's good. Um, no. <laughs> Meek and Cardi. Meek's not going at that. Meek's not going at that. Meek and Nikki Minaj no. would be so stupid. I heard Offset's on the song as well, but Stop I guess it. we'll see. What? <laughs> what? Really? What's I mean, listen, Cardi and Meek are on the same label. Oh, okay, never mind. Let me get out the frame. It's not a Nicki Minaj diss record. No, it's not a, it's not a diss okay. record. Okay, all right. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know where you got that from. Clear that up for me. <laughs> yeah, Angelia just said it. No, that's what people are speculating on social media. I'm not saying oh, I say People don't say everything okay, on yeah, social no media. Yeah, so that's what I, didn't, I didn't know that was the source. Me. I'm sorry. I apologize, God, for being so stupid. That's what people oh, think. I didn't, I didn't know social media was the source you were citing on that one. I'm sorry. No, I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying people are speculating that. Not I'm, saying I that know it's, it's not true. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about a woman who got kicked off the plane, and that's for dropping the N-word. We'll tell you what happened. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now in Monday Night Football, the Chiefs beat the Broncos 27-23. to 23. I didn't watch that game. I was watching Meet the Mackies. Mm-hmm. Now, what else were you talking about from Page News Well, on a Southwest Airlines flight, that flight was going from Chicago to Houston. A woman got kicked off the plane. That's because she got upset and started using racial slurs at the flight attendants. They said a flight attendant asked her to put her tray table up for takeoff, and that's when she started yelling the N-word at the flight attendant and using that word still as she was removed from the plane. They met her at the gate. Local law enforcement did uh, detain her, and that's why that flight was actually delayed. So she has not been charged with anything yet, but... You get ended you, up leaving an hour later. You get what you deserve when you ride Southwest. Like, what, what is there? <laughs> That's all you got out of this? What is there to what? argue about on Southwest? There's no classism on Southwest. You get on Southwest, anybody can sit where they want to sit. Well, you could pay first. You could free pay, fall. You could pay a little more to get on first. Southwest is a bus in the sky. What is there? Well, she didn't put up her tray table. You know how you got to put your tray table up? They have a tray off? table? Yeah. I did not know Southwest had a tray table. You have to pay extra for it. I had no idea. I actually thought so. Oh, so they bring you like a tray. It's not like a tray table that actually comes out of the seat. It's an extra $15 to have a tray table no, at your seat. It's an extra $15 for them to bring you a tray. They got trays in there that they wash Mm-mm-mm. every now and then, and they give you a tray if you pay an extra Listen, $15. Listen, we all end up on Southwest at some point. In life, when you're young and don't know no better. And when you know better, you do better. I ain't never booked y'all on, y'all on no Southwest. Yes, booked, booked us on Southwest. I don't even ride the bus. It was awful that experience. Yes, it was. All right, Mark Judge, his lawyer says that he was interviewed by the FBI. Mark Judge is the person who was allegedly in the room with Brett Kavanaugh when Dr. Ford says 
she was sexually assaulted. So Mark Judge's lawyer has said Mr. Judge has been interviewed by the FBI, but his interview has not been completed. We request your patience as the FBI completes its investigation. So we'll see what he has to say during all of this. Remember, originally he didn't really want to speak. He's been going through a lot of things in his own personal life, battling, um, you know, with alcohol addiction and all of that. So now he is being interviewed uh, by the FBI. All right, and Tropical Depression Rosa, they're saying 11 million people are being threatened with flooding in the Southwest. So they're they're expecting some spots to get up to 10 inches of rain and in some places, three to six inches of rain. But historically in the U.S. Southwest, they don't have hurricanes or tropical storms at all. But they're saying these events have begun to increase in recent years. So a tropical depression is what? Worse than a tropical storm or less than a tropical storm? It's less than. A, it got downgraded from a tropical storm to a depression. Gotcha. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, Mashonda will be joining us. We'll kick it with Mashonda when we come this back. This is a very interesting conversation because Mashonda has a book out called Blend. And mm-hmm. if you know the story, Mashonda used to be married to Swiss Beach. Uh, then Swiss got married to Alicia Keys. But, you know, Mashonda got kids and Alicia got kids. So they blended the families. Right. And that's hard for a lot of people to do nowadays. It takes a certain level of maturity to be able to do that. And right. They've done it. So I think people can learn from this conversation. Yeah, we'll talk to her when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Hey. Mashonda. Hey. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. I it's feel like it's time. been a decade or something. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it has been almost. Yeah. It's been a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah. Well, Mashanda, you have this book out, Blend. It's yes. the secret to co-parenting and creating a balanced family. And when I tell people that you wrote a book, the first reaction is always like, why does he do that? Isn't everything over and done with? But this book is actually more of a guide to how you got through everything that you went through with the breakup of your marriage, but right. then creating this blended family. Definitely. So what made you decide that this was the time to, to write this? Well... I had to go through everything to get to this point, and it was necessary. I mean, we have accomplished something that our culture truly doesn't understand, and so it's a gift. It's a gift from us to the world. Well, we got to go back to the beginning, just in case for people who don't know. You were married to Swiss Beats. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then what what the internet likes to say is that Alicia Keys came in. She was a homewrecker. That's what they say. And she wrecked the home. Okay. Basically. What do you say? I have never used that word once. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not. It was not a word that I felt good about. You know, we had we had a lot of miscommunication in the beginning, but we have worked through it. And I mean, when I say work through it, we have sat at tables together and discussed everything from. The beginning up until where we are now, and we do this often. So, what, what got you to that point? Because I know at one time you weren't hearing it, and I'm, I'm sure they weren't hearing it. So, what got you to the point where it was like we need to sit down and have this conversation? Well, when you have children and your children have questions, and you can feel their energy shifting based on the energy that you're giving them, you have to make. I mean, if you're a good parent, you know that you have to make the change, mm. and. My son, he was he was a baby. He was like four or five. Mm-hmm. And when he was six, he really started having questions. And I was like, it's time. Like, I don't want him to grow up feeling the way that I felt, you know, through my whole adolescence, through just adulthood even. You take all that stuff into your adulthood. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want that for him. So I knew it was time to start making, like, conscious changes and decisions. One thing you said that you were always conscious of is that you never 
denied Swiss the right to see his son. You were always like, if you want to see your son, whatever it is that we're going through, it might be a little cold at the drop-off and the pickup, but I want to make sure that you are in your son's life because, like you said, it benefits the child. You're only hurting Kasim if you don't allow that to happen. Absolutely. I mean, there is a divine contract between, you know, the parents and the child, and it's just not our right to take that away from them because it's... It's just, it's how, it's how it was designed. You know, parents need their children. And if one parent is stuck in ego and will not allow that to happen, it's just like, it's sinful. You know, it's, it's, it's just, and you're hurting the kid more than anything else. What was really powerful is you talk about bringing your son to eat with Swizz and Alicia for the first time. Yeah. So talk about that experience of the first sit-down you guys all had together. Yeah. So that was, um, God, that was such a dynamic experience because you don't really know what you're walking into, but you have to do it with such great intention, and you have to know that you're doing it for a higher cause, which is the child. Did you think you might have to fight? No. Well. <laughs> now, paint the picture. Where were you guys? What restaurant was <laughs> Did you wear sweats? No, 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 no. Paint the picture. I, um, we um, came up with a mutual place. We both felt good about the place. And I didn't want to go alone because I didn't really know how I would deal. Bring back up. You don't know if you got to fight. <laughs> okay, Rashonda, we no. <laughs> but I took my son's godfather, who is a mutual friend of everyone there so it's always it should be someone that everyone feels good about as well it was for me it's always about the energy mm-hmm. you know what what does it feel good does it feel clear and it did you know what i noticed most was that she was really endearing you know she was really into him and i've been on the other side of the fence where i was a stepmother as well so i know it could be awkward you know, at first, but if you have that love for the child, then that's all that really matters. And my grandmother told me a long time ago, if you love the man, you have to love his child. Like really? And if you can't love the child, you need to leave the man. So that always stayed with me. And that was the energy. That was the vibe. And, um, you know, Kasim, I, I just always want him to feel good. I want him to feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And... For me, that was me just telling him, you know, go sit with Daddy and Alicia. It's okay. And you prepped him ahead of time. I did. And you said it's important for it to come from you. Absolutely. That Daddy has a girlfriend. Absolutely. I felt that it was really important to come from me because he looks at me like I'm his everything. So if I'm saying it's okay, he knows it's okay. And he can be comfortable in his skin. And he can show Alicia affection without feeling like Mommy's going to be mad, Mommy's going to be jealous. A lot of women do that to their children, and it just creates all these dysfunctions and emotional disabilities when they grow up as men, as adults, as women. And that's just not something I wanted for my son. But it's a lot that leads up to that, though, right? Like, I mean, you know, the first he has to deal with the fact that mommy and daddy are not even together anymore. Absolutely. How was that? You know, it was tough for him because... But the good part about that was that he was really young, so he didn't have too many experiences to recount, but I made it easy for him. I never created a conflict around it. Mm -hmm. So he was able to let go of it and move forward into what his new life was. He didn't want to know why? He never really asked why, because I never made him feel like he should. Mm. 
Mm. You know, I feel like parents have that power to, like, create and design the canvas. Mm -hmm. So what do you do now if he asks that? If he asks, why did you and daddy get a divorce? What would your answer be? That we grew apart. We grew apart. We, um, We got married really young. I mean... I would tell him just never get married when he's 23 (laughs) (laughs) because you don't know yourself. So how could you know someone else? But I would never dilute it with negativity. Mm -hmm. You know, I would never do that because that doesn't serve anybody. It's not going to serve me. It's not going to serve him. It's not going to serve our family. So and honestly, you know, I would give him my side. But then I would want to have a sit down with him and my co-parents because it's a it's a collective conversation. So I wouldn't want to exclude them. All right, we got more with Mashonda. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Mashonda's in the building. So when did you get to the point where you were free and just let everything go? When you were able to start going on vacation and, and doing family dinners and, yeah. and things like that? <laughs> there is a whole chapter about just letting everything go. Like, letting yeah. go. And when did you get there? Man, you know, this last trip that we took to Egypt, that was our first real official family trip. Mm-hmm. And we spent 10 days together and we had the best time. We didn't, there was no like bad energy. We never argued. There Did were no side looks. No. What? <laughs> no. I. You know what? People always ask me, where's my guy? Where's my man? Why didn't I bring a date? First of all, I've never felt like I needed to be in a relationship with somebody to feel whole. Mm -hmm. I would never bring someone around my son or my family if I didn't feel like they were the absolute correct person. And I have no problem being around Swiss and Alicia and our family as just a, you know, single solo person. Your son is like your Yeah, dad. but what about when y'all like on the beach or something and they hug up with, and you, I'm you with sitting my there son. reading Shades of Grey? No, there's no ego involved in none of that. Like, True. I do that for my, I, I 100% do that stuff for my son. Right. Now, you also had the added stress of this being really public. Yeah. And you talk about this in the book, right? You say, early in our breakup, people who are far away from the situation perched behind glowing computer screens were right. You need to give it up. It's over and move on. Mm-hmm. They passed judgment on my <laughs> life and decisions, and it was hurtful. Tons of unsolicited, unhelpful advice, and not one person used the S word. No one told me it was okay to surrender. Yeah. And let's talk about, like, just publicly having to go through this, and you were doing certain posts, and at some point you were like, okay, that's enough of this. But a lot yeah. of times we break up with somebody and we are very public about it, even if you're not a celebrity. Yeah. Like you're telling everyone what happened. You're telling family members. You're telling your friends. What advice would you give about that? Man, so that's just like such a huge part of the book. The first four chapters are all about ego, letting go, healing. Um, our culture has really got it messed up. You know, people sit behind their screens and they pretty much like, depend on other people's downfalls to make themselves feel really good. Mm -hmm. And I fed into that. Like, I I wanted to be validated. I wanted to voice my opinion, and I wanted people to be on my side. And I really got caught up in that. And there was no growth from it. And I felt really bad about all of it because when you look back, if you look back now, it just, it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. No one's going to evolve from that. You, and you don't ever think, whoa, my kid is going to be 20 one day and he's going to see this stuff. Right. And his kids are going to see it. 
And nobody thinks that far ahead. So I got to a point in all of that. I had done like tons of interviews. I was just running off at the mouth. And um, I just wasn't being conscious. You can't say you was just running off at the mouth. You was living your truth. I was living, you know, in the moment. And part of it is I wasn't thinking about the future. I wasn't thinking about the higher version of Mashanda. But you also mm. didn't really have all the information. I actually ran into Swizz and we were talking about the book. I don't mm-hmm. know if he told you. Yeah, he did. And he was saying there were a lot of things that he could have done differently and that yeah. you could have done differently. We all often. feel that way. We and that's the beauty of young. it. Right. We all feel that way and we've all said that out loud to one another. You know, nobody, you don't have to apologize to people and say, oh, I'm sorry for doing this. All we wanted to hear from each other was we know that we could have done things better. Now, how close are y'all now? Are y'all, do, you, do you call Alicia for fashion advice? Are y'all cool like that? Or is it still cordial about... <laughs> no, we're super cool. We um... She felt disrespected when you said she was like, I dress better than Alicia. <laughs> Come I on, you know Charlemagne. <laughs> we're very cool. I love her. I really do. She's an amazing co-parent. Like, the way that she loves my son, mm-hmm. it's next level. And what about you with their kids? Do you I love them. Egypt. Love. Mm-hmm. I love. Like, Genesis is like my soulmate. Mm-hmm. I swear, that little one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there ever a part of you point. that didn't want your child to accept Alicia? No, because I knew that wasn't my place. Um, for me to say that would be like for me to, to force him to hate somebody. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't want a hateful child. There was a time when I didn't know Alicia and I didn't know what to expect from her. But that's, you know, we had to heal through that and I had to get to know her. She had to get to know me. And um, once we started talking and spending more time together, I knew she was like, she's she is the epitome of bonus mother. Mm-hmm. She takes care of my son and we're on the phone almost every other day scheduling something. She picks him up from school. There was a time when Swiss, um, he couldn't make it to a parents-teacher meeting, and she asked if she could come. And I was like, wow, wow. Like, you're really going out of your way for this. So y'all went together? We went together. That's dope. And it was so dope. And people were looking at us like, wow, mm-hmm. you know? But this is what I mean. Like, she has put in the effort to prove to me that she is going to be there and do do what she has to do for our son. What did Alicia have to say about the letter you wrote to her in, in 2009 where you said that <coughs> she assisted in ruining a home? How did she feel about that? Um, Well, you know, she didn't feel good. And thinking back, I don't feel good about it. And um, it's just it's just the past that I don't want to revisit. How did they feel about this book when you came up with the idea and you said, because Alicia wrote the foreword, Swizz yeah. wrote a letter in the book as well. Yeah. Were they apprehensive at first or were they fully like, great idea? Well, you know, I've been working on this book for eight years, so it's gone through many changes. Um, it, it actually evolved with me because it's like a journal. Um, but when I told them, I told them three years ago and they thought it was a great idea. Did they think they, it was a tell-all book? Like you was, it was. They kind of thought it was a tell-all. That's what people think. I'm not gonna lie. In this room, in this room, that's what the guys. Of course, because that's the culture, right? They want a tell-all, but no, it's definitely not a tell-all. It's a memoir. It's my story. It's my truth. But it's done in a way to empower and uplift, and it's a blueprint. Do the women have to get along though? It's not like you. All right. So here's the thing. Okay. You can co-parent or you can blend. 
I noticed that when people co-parent, they might not like each other. You know, you, you drop the kid off, hey, keep it moving. That's how you were at first. That's co-parenting. Mm-hmm. Blending is a higher level. It's a lifestyle. It is truly putting harmony into the relationship. And ultimately, that's what I wanted for my son. I wanted him to see the people in his life truly and genuinely get along. So that meant that I had to do the work. We had to do the work. And we had to see eye to eye. And it's extra work, but it, it depends. What Which parent are you? Do you want that or do you want this? You know, you get to choose. But ultimately, you are molding the future in your child. You, you're creating who this human being is going to be. So I wanted that for him. Well, Mashanda, we appreciate Thank you for joining you. us. By the way, Mashanda and I will be doing yes. a Q&A at Barnes & Noble. We'll be at Barnes & Noble's on Fifth Avenue. So that's going to be dope. October 2nd. 6.30, right? 6.30 at Barnes & Noble, the flagship store. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Blend. Make sure you pick it up. Yes. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, as promised, Kanye was on TMZ Live yesterday. He talked about a lot of different things that people were curious about. One thing that he uh, wants to do is invite Colin Kaepernick to the White House. We never give up on anyone. Now, let me even make that more positive. We move forward. We give love. We keep going. We keep having the conversation until the conversation turns to love. We keep going. I've been calling Colin this morning reaching him so I can bring Colin to the White House and we can remove that sons of bitches statement and we can be on the same page. Uh, uh, salute to Colin Kaepernick. Cap has no idea that Kanye was trying to reach him at all. No? Okay. No. He didn't Cap's text got, him or Cap's leave got, a voicemail. Cap's got other things to focus but on. He got a text and none? He has, <laughs> he, had, he has no idea. Yeah. Now, in addition, everybody was thinking that the Yandi album was going to drop one Saturday because Kanye said it was. But now it turns out they have a new release date. Actually, uh, Kim Kardashian posted November 23rd, Black Friday, Yandi. Trust me, it's worth the wait. Here's what Kanye had to say on TMZ Live about that. I didn't finish it. I've started incorporating like sounds that you've never heard before. We have we have concepts talking about, you know, body shaming, you know, women being looked down upon for how many people that they slept with. It's just a full yay album. And those five albums that I dropped earlier were like superhero rehabilitation, you know? And now the alien yay is like fully back in mode, off of medication, working out, breathing as much fresh air as possible. See, once again, another Kanye West <sighs> interview and the conversation about mental health gets lost. He said right there that he's off his medication. Why didn't they start talking about mental health in that now, moment? He also said he's going to Africa in the next couple of weeks to complete the project, and he's excited over that. Uh, now let's talk about this abolish the 13th Amendment remark. Here's what Kanye had to say to clear that up. Abolish was the wrong language. I misspoke by saying abolish. Amend is the right language. What's beautiful about our Constitution is we can amend it. In 1865, the 13th Amendment stated that no man is destined to slavery or involuntary servitude unless convicted of a crime. This translates to, in order to make a freed man a slave, all you have to do is convict them of a crime. He's right, but we knew that already. 
I just watched the thirteenth documentary on Netflix. Stop talking to Kanye West about politics, please. Well, he okay. keeps on talking about it. Yeah, he keeps well, he talking had, about he it. He has something that he was reading, a statement that he wanted to make. That GLC more, wrote for him. He has more of what he had to say. You know, there's people getting paid eight cent a week working for companies. You know, that are privately owned. You know, a lot of them are first-time offenders. A lot of them are nonviolent uh, crimes. And then also, we deal with. You know, we're not dealing with the mental health and the therapy because I, I stand on the majority of people that are in prison are there due to a reaction to a situation that they're in. When is someone going to have a strictly mental health convo with Kanye West? That's what I would like to talk to Kanye West about, mental health issues. I don't want to talk to Kanye West about anything. He goes to left, then he goes right, then he goes straight, then he backs up. I'm, uh, I'm confused, the man, man. Listen, the man clearly said he's off his medication. If you, mm. if you, if you try to follow somebody who tells you they're off their medication, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Now, okay. here's, <laughs> right. here's what else Kanye had to say about uh, this whole Constitution. There should be a group of super knowledgeable people uh, that come from all cultures that then make the amendments on our Constitution. I didn't say modern, I didn't say new, because that notes a specific time, when time is used to control us and control our energy. So there needs to be people who look like the people who, be, who are being spoke about. All you have to say is there should be amendments to the Constitution. And there should be amendments to the Constitution because the Constitution was, really, was written strictly for white people. All right, well, White the, men in particular. Well, this is all on TMZ Live if you want to see the whole entire thing. And Harvey, you should have let Van Lathan conduct that interview with Kanye. Was Van Lathan said that he wasn't even trying to be part of that. He should, he should have let Van conduct that but interview. But if he didn't want to. He should have let Van conduct the interview. Oh, because I was looking at Van Lathan's tweets and he was saying that he was going to be sick that day. He wasn't going in. Van was there. He should have let Van conduct that interview. Did he want to? He should have let Van conduct the interview. Say it one more time. He should have no, let Van conduct If somebody didn't want to do it, you can't make him. He should have All right, now it. let's also talk about Coachella of 2019. They are saying that next year, Childish Gambino, Justin Timberlake, Kanye West are all confirmed to be headlining Coachella. And the festival is going to take place in April of next year. So even though Childish Gambino had to reschedule the remaining dates of his This Is America tour after he had that foot injury, he did make it to the iHeartRadio Music Festival, Festival, by the way. He did. But this is supposed to be his last album as Childish Gambino. So. I thought the iHeart Festival was supposed to be his last performance. I thought so, too. Well, he's still on tour. So, and he had to reschedule his tour. Remember, he hurt his foot, but he's in the middle of his This Is America tour. Gotcha. So it wasn't going to be his last performance, but he's not going to be performing as Childish Gambino after this run, and he's not doing any more music, mm. basically, is what he was saying. So, yes. So um, that sounds pretty exciting so far. That's according to Hits Daily Double. Okay. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? You know, man, donkey of the day is all about giving people the credit they deserve for being stupid. And this story you're going to hear for after the hour is real stupid. But keep in mind, it is almost the holidays, and you're going to see a lot of dumb crimes being committed because people need money. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed play. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been told a lot of my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, October 20, October 2nd, uh, goes to a young man named Drew Hughes of Hackensack, New Jersey. Now, Drew is 22 years young, and he clearly has not found his footing in life. 
Uh, he clearly hasn't found anything productive to do with his time because if he was doing something productive with his time, he wouldn't have gotten arrested for what he got arrested for. See, Drew Hughes needed some money, ladies and gentlemen. It's getting close to that season. Usually the criminal shenanigans start closer to Christmas, but some criminals are trying to get an early start on Christmas shopping. So if I need to get this early start on Christmas shopping, I got to get this money. And that's exactly what Drew Hughes did. Now, Drew started staking out a TD Bank. Uh, I don't know how much of a stakeout he did on the bank, but he staked it out enough that when he finally decided to rob the bank, he robbed it with a steak knife. True story. Now, before you go judging this man, understand he's broke. He's 22 and clearly can't afford a gun, so he's using what he's got to get what he wants. And what he got is a steak knife, and what he wants is money. Now, I have a sneaky suspicion he stole his, snake, his, his steak knife from his mom or grandma's house, and they are furious right now that they will never see that steak knife again because of what happened after Drew robbed the bank. Oh, he got away with robbing the bank. In fact, Drew got away with a total of $1,151. All right, he walked in that TD bank with the steak knife and pointed at the teller and told them, hey, give me the money. Big bills only. It's for my daughter. Drew, why are you telling the teller your reasons for robbing the bank? Do you think they give a damn in that moment as if you're going to say, oh, it's for my daughter, and the bank teller is going to say, oh, well, while you're here, would you like to know about how to help your child build a savings account and learn about banking? The teller handed Drew $600, and then he demanded more money, at which point the teller handed him an additional an additional $468. Now, of course, like most bank money, it had a tracker device on it. Now, all of this already is donkey of the day, Worthy, but the reason he's getting donkey of the day is because of what happened after he robbed a bank. Let's go to News 12, New Jersey, for the report, please. 22-year-old man is in jail after police say he robbed a bank armed with a steak knife. They say Drew Hughes demanded money from two tellers and got away in a lift vehicle. Police were able to track the robber through a tracking device in the bundles. Police say the lift driver was not involved in the robbery. This is why donkey of the day is necessary, because we have to give people the credit they deserve for being stupid. And calling Uber or Lyft to be your getaway driver after a bank robbery is indeed stupid. In fact, if you heard that story and you said to yourself, that's a good idea, then you are indeed stupid, okay? And Drew, you don't have money for a real, repin, a real weapon to rob a bank. In fact, you don't have no money because you're robbing a bank, but you got money for a, a lift. Some donkey of the days just sell themselves. Please give Drew Hughes the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons, please. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. Ooh, you are the donkey of the day. I wonder how that works, though. What you mean? Did you call the lift beforehand and mm. tell the lift to meet you at this location? No, the lift probably took him to the bank and was like, I'll be right back. Oh, I'll wait for wait you. Wait for me, yeah. Oh, That's okay. what he probably did. All right. Sometimes they just leave, though. Okay. All right, all right. Okay. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. All right, now let's do this. Let's do Slander the Breakfast Club. You know why I like Slander the Breakfast Club? Because it keeps us humble. I think that we should do Slander the Breakfast Club once a week. Cause okay. Because y'all be in here feeling yourselves. No, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Angela Yee was out last night at restaurants that I can't even pronounce with Offset and Cardi. and. Uh, I wasn't there with them. Well, they I was saw there. Them there. Who else Rich you saw there last night? Black Youngster. Exactly. You know, he throws right. money away. Black exactly. Youngster. That's why you need to be humble. What's the name of that restaurant? Julon. Julon. Mm -hmm. And what's the, where else you was at? 
Um, where else was I? You yesterday? said something expensive. Oh no, I went to Mashanda's book launch party. But you said it was somewhere. It was Donna Karen's home. That's right. You need mm-hmm. to be humble. Mm-hmm. You need to be humble. Well, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Mm-hmm. If you want to slander the Breakfast Club, you can call up right now and say whatever you want to me, to Charlemagne, to ye. Now, yeah, no, no, no need for you to have a you know, no need for you to thumb thug no more. No need for you to be a broadband blood or a cyber crip. You can call up to the radio station and you know. Give us that slander. Now, are we going to just keep quiet, or are you guys going to be responding? No, no, no. no, How hard is it to be quiet? You want want, want to start off? Yeah, let's talk. Let's start off. Yeah, somebody was slandering us yesterday on Instagram Live. Uh, Y'all know him. He goes by the name of uh, Cat Williams. Shout out to DJ Envy, DJ Greed, DJ Selfishness, DJ Lust, DJ Sloth. And an extra shout out to Charmin the dog. Let us not forget that was Wendy Williams, little bitch. That was Wendy's girlfriend. Okay. Damn. I, 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 he was Wendy's girlfriend, I, I, little I was, bitch. I was definitely Wendy's little girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. well, shout li- out to you, he, DJ Sloth. He's he not lying about that. I'll tell that story one day. Are we going to have Cat Williams Ka- up here? Yes, I heard he wants to come to the Breakfast Club. Uh, he's just waiting for me to give him an invitation. So here's an official invitation. Cat, you're invited. Okay, pull up and bring Red Grant. I saw a video where Ray uh, called me an F-boy, so I want him to come Ooh. up here with that same energy. Okay. okay. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not one of these media personalities who just like to talk about people. I like to talk to people, and I'm sure okay. I'm sure it will make for a lively discussion. So come on through, Kat. Let's, let's sit and kick it oh, a spell. man. That sounds good to me. And you are correct, too. Envy does look like a sloth. I've been saying that for years. Except- Angela Yee, how many times have I said Envy hey. looks like a three-toed sloth? Hey, you little, little- I-, I told you, after he did the detox, now he don't look like a sloth. He no still one. look like a sloth. You better stop me, little bitch. <laughs> you definitely look like you ready <laughs> for Ice Age Part you 2. You better and stop how me, often do we bitch. call Charlamagne Wendy's girlfriend up here? I, you're right. <laughs> little Wendy, little girlfriend. <laughs> I don't think you should victim shame right now. All right. <laughs> victim shame what? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Slander the Breakfast Club. 800-585-1051. kicking in. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Slander the Breakfast Club. All right, this is where we open up the phone lines 800 585 1051 and let you slander us. Slander me, slander Yee, slander Charlemagne. Let's go to the phone lines. Sheikah. Yes. What's up, Sheikah? Who you want to slander this morning? I'm calling for Angela Yee. Uh oh. I'm just really trying to figure out how y'all be doing Ask Yee when she don't she is not married and she don't have kids, so how is she giving our relationship advice? So only people with kids and are married can give advice. Yes, you cannot give out advice. <laughs> she said yes. If you're what if you're unhappily? What if you're unhappily yeah, you married? You said don't talk back to you the can't people talk now. Back to can you, you give advice if you're unhappily married? married? You are not married. Like, come on, you can't be giving out relationship advice. Skip Bayless talking about sports, can. and he never played no professional sports. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine. Hey. Hey, who you want to slander, Jasmine? Good morning, Jasmine. Hey. Good morning, everybody. I, I'm Jasmine from Houston. Just want to tell you guys we love you, but I have to slander Charlemagne in this case. Yes, ma'am. Because I feel like Charlemagne, I feel like you give everybody the business. You go hard on everybody except Kanye. Mm. Like, why does he always get so many let him passes, excuses, let him slide? And, you know, like, I just want you to go hard on him. Because he's out here wilding. Like, go harder than like you do everybody else. It's them Yeezys, mama. He likes them Yeezys. That's why. I'm trying to say, what am I, what am I, what am I not saying about Kanye? Tell me what I'm not saying. Every, every time, even like yesterday, every time it's something with him, you're all like, um, 
you know, that's that's Kanye. Well, you know, just ignore what he's saying. No, no, let's not ignore. That's what not he's that's not what I hey, said. We can't respond. That, that's you not said. what I said. What okay, I, thank you so what much for your was, slander. What I said was <laughs> he's, you. he's just like a Kardashian, thank and I don't you. know how he keeps <laughs> tricking us with the same tomfoolery all the time. Hello, who's this? This is Ace. Ace, who you want to slander, bro? Uh, I'm a slander Angela Yee and her hate toward Bill Cosby. What? Okay. All right. Well, well, this this is my deal. I, I, I do think Angela Yee got a little hate toward Bill Cosby because she won't raise by a black daddy. And she don't understand the struggles that black men go through. Some of that hate is, I miss not having a black daddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, this, what are you talking this about? This is so ridiculous that it's amazing. Goes, it is. Go ahead, continue. She, she, goes, she, goes, she goes hard against the, the, the black man because she she don't have a grounded relationship with one. She find that first Asian man who give her a little love, she's going to get married. And <laughs> I want to be more Asian land. I just support women who have been assaulted. That's all. Mm. Yeah, you could have kept Bill Cosby out of this and had a better that. point, sir. Yeah, kept, if you hadn't said yeah. Bill Cosby. Goodbye, man. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> just that just sounds so crazy. Well, you just kept Bill Cosby out of you. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> slander the Breakfast Club, 800-585-1051 if you want to slander the Breakfast Club. That's not even worth arguing. Okay, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Call us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Like that. Hello, who's this? Ruby. Ruby, who you want to slander this morning? Um, I kind of want to slander Charlemagne, but then again, I want to kind of um holler at him. I'm right, I'm right here, boo. What you need? What you need? You want to slander him? Which one? You can do both, boo. I want to slander him because he thinks he know everything. Like, give people a chance to talk when you think when you know that you're right. Just be right. It's kind of like uh knowing you right and don't say nothing. But on the other flip side, <laughs> you sexy as hell. Hey. Like, oh my God. No, 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 mama, no, mama, no. Two things mama, can no. be true. Two things can be true. Nope, nope. It's only hey. slander. It's only slander, mama. What you like about me, though? Hey. Sound like she wants you to be her girlfriend, too. Hey. <laughs> Goodbye. Don't be hanging up on people when they telling me I'm sexy for real. Hello. Okay, for real. Hello, who's this? This is Will, and I got a lot to say. I got to talk to Charlemagne and Yee the most. All right, go ahead. All right, well, Charlemagne, right off the bat, why is it that you constantly undermine the whole community? You want to say you're about the culture, but anytime the culture does anything, you only got nothing negative to say. Yee. What is your problem? I don't understand why you always chime in and you never add anything good while a guest is on, while Charlemagne's running his mouth, and you hate on Charlemagne way too much. He, I hate on Charlemagne, but you hate obviously. <laughs> like you're just over the top with it. Like always with the jab, always with the jab. It gets to the point where it's like, what are you jealous of? His segment is better than your segment. She I, hates black fathers. Oh yeah, at least Charlemagne <laughs> makes sense because okay, it's someone else's mistake. Somebody else is doing stupid stuff. You can't deny that. I don't like you. I don't, I don't like you, sir. It's called slander the breakfast club. Shut up, sloth. Envy, envy, envy. Stop playing whack music, man. Stop playing whack music. I got myself. I like you. This guy is very well informed. I like your style. Don't blame the program. You choose to play those records. That's why we all mumble it. That's a fact. That's a fact. You're a very well informed person. Thank you. Right. So much. I threw myself in there. No, I'm, I'm not with him. For you no more. Whoever that is, what, what was his name? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just clicked the line. I love him. God, man. We know. He but clearly I, loves but you. But I too. really didn't pick the music. It's the program. It's Ruben. Yo. Who you want to slander, bro? 
Uh, your bald head behind. Damn. Which one? I'm which, the one. Which, uh, who you talking? Charlemagne or Envy, sir? Yeah, which one? Charlemagne. Not, not me. Okay. Oh, how are you, sir? Good morning. Yeah, what's going on? I'm talking about. I'm, you know, slandering your punk behind because um, you talking about my daughter's attack when you did that a boogie uh interview when nobody really know the whole story and he already knew what it was, but you what, sat there and asked that what man a what a boogie interview. Died. Yeah, when he first started. I have not first had him up on the Breakfast Club. Who's your daughter? We only had a boogie in once, I think. What 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 he say about what he, what he allegedly say about your daughter? He he called my daughter a thot. Who is your daughter? I don't know your daughter, sir. His ex girl, the one that he he made his first album over that you asked him about. Oh, did your did his music uh, portray her as a thot? No, it's your question that you portrayed her as a f-ing thot. Excuse my language. I'm so sorry. What, what what was the exact question, sir? You asked him what was she a thot or anything, and both of y'all just laughed about the situation. Like my daughter's some type of thot out there, and she's not. Well, that's why you asked the question. The question is, was she a thought of somebody that you actually liked? Uh, actually, the boy is still in love with her, and the boy is still hitting oh her up, gosh. but you shouldn't be talking about nobody's daughter when they do. A lot of daughters out here got fathers. Sir, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I asked the question. Yeah, I know you don't, but don't worry about it. You be good. You want to fight? <laughs> No comment. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> he did say something that was true. What? Every daughter has a father out here. Yeah, he but if I'm asking a question, if I say to A Boogie, was that somebody you loved or was she a thought to you? Right, let's go to one more. You don't know how to answer that question? I don't even remember the question. Me neither. I'm pretty sure that's what the question was. Though. Hello, who's this? It's Courtney from the 757. Courtney, 757 VA Hampton Roads. Who you want to slander, bro? Oh, I, want to, I want it with all of y'all. Okay, right. here we first go. Off, first off, Envy, we know you getting money. We know this. You don't need this job. But yo, man, show up to work, man. I'm always... You take more vacation... Uh... You, you take more vacation than the people in Norway. Second of all, Angela Yee, you need to stop giving relationship advice. We didn't even know you was in a relationship. I talk about it yeah. all the time. Barely. Barely. Then Charlemagne. <laughs> he just said he does know. around messy, dog. Okay, what's new? I mean, you got to stop. Give it a break, man. I can't help it. You almost, you almost 40, dog. Come on. I man. am 40. He is 40. <laughs> he oh, look, look. My bad. I thought you were 15. My fault. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's going to get his butt, his butt pumped later on today. But then my second colonic today. That's why I'm trying. I'm just I'm trying not to be full of sh- no more, y'all. Oh, so I'm goodness. going to get another colonic today. All right. Slander the Breakfast Club. 805 I love Slander the Breakfast Club. I think this is a very, very, very great segment. I think it's very humbling for everybody in this room. And I got vacation days. I can't take a vacation. You shut up, you three-toed sloth. <laughs> all right? All right, little okay. bitch. We all need to take some of this constructive criticism and do better, okay? I need to stop being so biased when it comes to Kanye. Okay. okay. Angelina needs to stop hating on black fathers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No matter Every what. you need to come to work. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got rumors okay. on the way. Yes, let's talk about this a Little Wayne uh, situation. They have a phone call from Birdman, and we'll tell you what was said in that phone call. We'll play it for you and what they are saying now in response to this uh, alleged bus shooting that they're saying Birdman could potentially be involved in. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. EJMV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Birdman. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, there's this phone call, and it looks like this is a piece of the evidence they are using to potentially investigate Birdman. And we told you they're investigating Young Thug also for that bus shooting Mm -hmm. involving Lil Wayne when Lil Wayne's tour bus actually got shot up. Now, they have a phone call that was made while Jimmy Winfrey, that's Pee Wee, uh, was incarcerated. 
And here is what that phone call sounds like. Now, nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining, but accusing someone of trying to kill someone is a serious offense. And I don't hear anything in that phone call that makes me think that he was trying to get Lil Wayne killed. Right, they're saying during the call, Birdman is saying, time for you to come out here and get your money. You did everything you could do, boss. Now, he's calling from to, jail. Yes. Right, he's calling from jail. So what now, they got to do with Wayne? According to, well, now the person that's in jail that was getting this phone call, Jimmy Winfrey, eventually went on uh, to get sentenced to 20 years in prison for shooting Lil Wayne's bus back in April of 2015. He was convicted. Now, a source close to Birdman is saying that phone call has nothing to do with the bus shooting. And Birdman doesn't even think that Jimmy Winfrey is a shooter and he wouldn't even associate with anybody who tried to harm Little Wayne. So they're saying this has nothing to do with that situation. I believe that. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Birdman really loves Wayne in that way. I believe that he would not want Little Wayne harmed in that way and I don't think he would associate with somebody who tried to do harm to Little Wayne. Plus, I've heard numerous times from different people that they, nobody feels like Pee Wee actually shot the bus up. Yeah, so the tour bus driver, Alvin Lewis, is doing a whole separate civil lawsuit against Birdman and Young Thug. And according to Alvin Lewis, he's saying that Birdman promised Jimmy Winfrey $250,000 and a Porsche, and that was for the shooting. Where's he getting this information from? I have no idea. Exactly, man. You can't be believing these second, third-hand sources. I remember an interview T.I. did on Shave 45. Is that Shave 45? What's the drama show on Gangsta Girls? Shave 45. Shave 45, 45, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he said that. He was like, I know for a fact, you know how you I know for a fact, right-hand guy, Pee-wee ain't shoot up that bus. Right, okay. So then that would make no sense. All right, the NBA is planning to ban Kanye's Yeezy basketball sneaker. Who plays in Yeezys? Yeah, who has? I didn't think he oh, made you know a basketball what? Nick sneaker. Nick Young did play in Yeezys one time, if I'm not mistaken. Well, the Adidas basketball sneaker is due out this season, and they're expected to debut that shoe on the court during the season, but NBA officials are unlikely to approve it without a redesign. Why? They're saying that the gleaming reflective heels are far too distracting for people in the arena and at home, so you have to uh, get the NBA officials to okay these new designs ahead of each season. They haven't formally reviewed the Yeezy shoes, but they're saying the way it looks right now, according to what Kanye had on, it would just not be permitted as is. Wearing Yeezy should be a choice, right? Well, I guess if it messes up their money, I guess with the with the filming for TV, it might mess up the reflecting yeah, the light or something like that. Yeah, they say that reflective design wouldn't be approved. Wearing so. Yeezys should be a choice. The NBA telling people that they can't wear Yeezys because of something that's on them is a form of slavery. All right, Shut now, up. as you are getting ready for the holidays, <laughs> John Legend is going to do his first holiday album, A Legendary Christmas. I'm actually excited about that. It's going to come out on October 26th. Yeah. Uh, what? You don't like Christmas music? Not new Christmas music. I told, I've told. i had this conversation already. John Legend is a very talented, amazing artist. There is no new fire Christmas songs, We don't songs, know, bro. man. I mean, they could redo it. Boys to Man did it over. Mariah Carey did it bruh. over. Mariah be having legendary holiday albums. There is no albums. new fire Christmas records. There ain't been a new fire Christmas record made in like 30, Or maybe 40, he gonna make one. Years. Bobby Brown and Whitney almost made man, one. Stop, Listen, there's man. a song on there called What Christmas Means to Me featuring Stevie Wonder on it's harmonica. Ordinary people. I can't see that one. Stevie went on the harmonica? You can't see that one? Are you trying to be funny? No, all I'm saying is this. Okay, there is no new fire Christmas music. That was good, Yee. That was okay. good. There's no new fire Christmas music. Have oh. yourself a merry little Christmas. These are old songs. Yeah, He's just doing his own Christmas album. That's what I'm saying. You're yeah. making all the classics. Featuring Esperanza Spalding. I'm going to stick to the original. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Chestnuts? Don't you want to hear John Legend sing I'm that? I'm not singing that one. No. Nah, I don't want to hear that one. Purple snowflakes. 
purple snowflakes. Nah, I gotta be high to be on that. That's what I'm saying. That sound like that's, that's not like shroom music, right? Wrap there. me up in your love. All right, see you wildin'. See, that's where it gets crazy. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, that album, like I said, will be out October 26. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. You're welcome. All right, now the People's Choice mixes up next. You want to hear something? 800 585 1051. Get your request in right now, and uh, we'll get your joints on for you. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.